Hello everyone and welcome to the Demonic Possessions Part 4 podcast. Um, my name is Alicia and I am all the way from South Africa. So this series has been going on a lot longer than I anticipated but um, yeah, I'm just going to take it slow like Part 3 if you haven't listened to Part 3 yet. Um, but I don't want to rush this series, there's a lot of information to get through, so I would rather make shorter podcasts for, like, more episodes for 30 minutes or so. Yeah, because one hour is a little bit long, yes, and I hope you enjoy this episode, so buckle up, here we go. Okay, so we're starting with the 24th of March, it's a Thursday, and they are at, I think, St. Francis Xavier's College Church in St. Louis, Missouri, and they are at a rectory. So, at quarter to ten at night, Roland had some reactions and that's when it started and it continued until half past two in the morning so father bishop actually thought that this would be the last night because in the feast of saint gabriel was the next day and it was like the feast of the annunciation so father bowden believed that the X mark on Roland's on Roland um, that he received on the first night of the exorcism would be or should be interpreted as the tenth day. So he expected that the devil would not leave until the following night. Yeah, whatever. I mean, I mean, I mean. Who knows? And I honestly am a little confused about the exorcism. I have never seen a possessed human. I don't think I want to see a possessed human, but I am also intrigued, you know. Does that make sense? But I think it will scare me. So, Roland that night during his spell had, not spell, I mean it's not witchcraft, no, during his like fit or his um, unconsciousness or whatever you want to call it, but during his spell is what I want to call it and he had great physical strength so much so that four men had to hold him down and um Roland was shouting, screaming, barking, singing. Um, he was shouting expressions, urinating and farting. And he... One of the assisting fathers was met in hell in 1956. I don't know. I think that's what he was saying. Um, he was called a big fat ass and an ox I don't know 
but Roland seemed better and was shouting better um, words and sentences and he was also singing silly rhymes like Michael Pickle, like Sickle, Michael you look so dirty, I don't know, <laughs> guys, these are the ramblings of people in the 19, what, 19, 50s, 50s, I don't know, I honestly don't know, um, yeah, so, and the midnight, at midnight, no, after midnight, on the feast of annunciation, annunciation, sorry. Roland gave his dirtiest talk. And I honestly, so much so, like so much of it is bleeped out. Like it's literally not in the text. Um, so it is no use of me even trying to read this. I mean, like you can fill in the blanks, but I mean, yeah, it's like Ronan spoke of something. Then he would say something. He turned upon the priest at his bedside. You have a big something down. You have a... I don't know. Then followed a sucking sound he called to the exorcist too something and cut out the damn latin something and get away from me you something i have no idea so um at around two o'clock in the morning roland noted from his tantrum that the bystanders were going to stay next to his bed at the end I was going to stay there until the end and he said in a coy way like you like to stay with me well I like it too and the blessed the blessed sacrament had no effect on him this night but Roland finally fell asleep at half past two until half past eleven. So Friday, March 25th. So at the rectory, Roland was very restless and he could not sleep. And the group of priests prayed outside of his door. So for short periods of time, Roland would fall into a sleep, but not really, like he would toss and turn and um, he wasn't really resting but on one occasion Roland fell out of his bed but he was luckily not hurt so then he walked awkwardly into the arms of Father Bowden and Van Roo. I don't know, like walk into his arms like as in he wants a hug or just like accidentally walking into his arms. I've got no idea. But shortly before midnight, he was lying on his bed with his arms stiff at his side. He began he began moving his arms and legs 
in a gyrat and like a gymnastic exercise and his arms moved straight from his body like straight out and then moved back in straight lines to the side of his body without him uttering any sound or it making any sound it's weird and then after midnight there was some pitching sound but for short intervals um oh roland cursed his father and spat at him and kicked the priests at his bedside he pushed a nearby chair with his foot and um yeah he did that a few times but he finally fell asleep at one o'clock in the morning so um that was friday night the 10th night since the exorcism has begun so they say that perhaps the ex given on the first night was to mean 10 days and on monday night the home of roland was blessed by father bowden and nothing happened on monday tuesday or wednesday nights and Roland was, you know, getting back his life. Yeah, so that was the 25th. And then they write about the 31st of March, Thursday. So at half past 11 at night, Roland went downstairs. And he was complaining that he was feeling a bit ill. And that his feet felt hot and cold. Yeah, so first cold and hot and then hot and cold. So when the family went up to the bedroom with him, the disturbances began again. So first the bed was shaking and then he started writing on the sheet with his finger, explaining in between his spells that he seems to be reading from a blackboard. I don't know what this is about anyway so they were unable to make out what he was writing and then he began to talk telling them what he saw on the blackboard and his cousin was trying to take notes as he was telling them so on the blackboard stated I will stay for 10 days but will return in four days And if, if, I don't know what, if something stays, I don't know, if you stay and become a Catholic, I will stay away. So there's a lot that is, I think it's like the family surname or something, yeah, but, mm-hmm. So, it also says, God will take it away four days after it has gone ten days. God is getting powerful. The last day when it quits, it will leave a sign on my foot. So, the family called the rectory at midnight. And Father Bowden and Wendry arrived at the house at around like 1am. 
And then Father Bowden began the rite of the exorcism. And so, um, at the Precipio, um, Roland asked for a pencil, but he was in his spell, but he requested a pencil. And in the beginning of his spell, he addressed one or two people um, frequently. So Pete and Joe, but Pete most frequently. And I don't know who these Yumis are, or are they Yumis? That's the question. So humans, Yumis, I... So... Roland takes the pencil and he begins to write with it on the head of the bed. But they covered the head of the bed with white cloth. So he, this type of spell and his writing spell was repeated about eight or nine or ten times. And he wrote was, oh, what he wrote was recorded for the most part. So the family washed away the writings a few times. So like, um, yeah, you know, like erasing it, making room for more. And um, they would fasten large, large sheets of wrapping paper to the bed. And so to record most of his writings. So some of the things written were, oh my goodness. Okay, so number one, in answers to the first set of questions, he wrote the Roman numeral X. It was clearly the numeral with crossbars at the top of and bottom. This was written four times on the first occasion and was repeated several times during the exorcism, usually in answer to the question DM. DM. Doesn't that mean God? I don't know. Number two. I will stay 10 days and then return after 4 days are up. Number 3. I am the devil himself. You will have to pay, oh sorry, you have to pray for a month in the Catholic Church. Number 4. In answer to the command to give Nomen Lingua Latina. No idea. So. I speak the language of the persons. I put, I will put, I think Roland's mind, like, I don't know. Mind when he wakes, oh, when he makes up his mind that the priests are wrong about writing English. Guys, this was translated from Latin and it was also like a lot has been left out so it does not make sense on my end it does not make sense on your end i'm so sorry for that i will that is the devil will try to get his mother and dad to hate the catholic church i will answer in the name of spite number five in 10 days i will give a sign on his chest he will have it Oh, he will have to have it covered to show my power. Number six, he drew a strange thing that looked somewhat like a map. And with it wrote 2,000 feet. So 
it is apparently connected to an early dream about hidden treasure and a map where to find it and yeah it's something like he spoke also saying like yeah this is what i got on the ouija board Uh, oh yeah he drew a face also and wrote the words dead bishop and or number seven you may not believe me then roland will suffer forever number eight when commanded to give a sign in latin he wrote meaningless words or meaningless marks on the paper and not even letters of the roman alphabet yeah so that happened okay so friday april 1st April's full April April Fool's Day. La la la. What is my tongue doing? <sighs> so Roland had been taking instructions on the, the Catholic doctrine since Wednesday, March twenty-third, under the direction of Father MacMahon. Yeah. So Roland's father and mother left the choice to Roland about the religion and they ag- agreed that Roland would not be confirmed in the Lutheran church as it was planned previously. So with the relapse into five days um, of respite, respite, the mother and father and Roland agreed that the best thing to do is to have Roland baptized as a Catholic. So um, they picked sponsors and a baptismal party was to arrive at the college church between 8 and 8.30 and five relatives drove from Roland's home Roland felt a strange sensation in his feet Um, and he said that it was alternating between hot and cold and then Roland went into one of his spells. He began saying like, you are going to baptize me, ha 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 ha, you think you will drive me out with holy communion, ha 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 ha. So while driving, um, Roland grabbed the steering wheel of the uh, the car and his uncle was forced to pull over to subdue Roland's violence. So Roland was like stiffened and he was fighting and it was a mess to remove him from the front seat and to, for- uh, like, to force him to the back of the car. So Roland's father and uncle held Roland in the back seat while the aunt continued driving. So um, yes, so even with them subduing him or like um, you know holding him back, Roland leaped up to seize his aunt as she was driving, and. Um, the like another thing that happened was the car's radio was not operating while Roland was in his spell 
but it worked before and it worked after so something was messing with the signal so they get to the college church rectory and there was another terrible fight and it was almost impossible for three men to carry Roland from the car to the rectory and inside the door of the rectory Roland started shouting and spitting um, he was then thrown on the floor of one of the parlors who was thrown Roland why are they so physical why are they so violent no but they oh like I don't know they are saying about his physical violence. So, Rollins? Did he throw someone? Anyway. Um, uh, okay, I think they were like trying to splash him awake. Like, spra- splash him to his senses. And then they say here, even cold, ice cold water had no effect on him. Or even little effect on him. So, his father and uncle were exhausted after fighting with him for so long. Roland was carried to the third floor of the rectory and was placed on a bed. So they had little hope that the baptism would be or could be administered um, in front of the sponsors. So um, Michael, the workman, was chosen as a proxy. I have no idea. And Roland was in and out of his seizures, um, only for short periods of time, but it was enough time for the long profession of faith um, and the abjuration of hearsay. So Father Bowden had Roland repeat the words of of a briefer form then um the regular procedure 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 oh my goodness sorry the the regular procedure of the baptism of infants followed so when roland was asked dost thou renounce satan he um went off into a spell you know and then they repeated the action three or four times but Roland went into a spell every time before he could answer but then um, he did answer with words like just like I think he managed to squeeze it out before he went into his last spell like the fourth spell that I do renounce him so finally Roland was normal long enough to give the answers okay so it says here that Father Bowden came to the baptism popular physical resistance exceeded any violence of the evening so um, they say Roland remained conscious for the words ego te baptizo in nomine patris and sorry I don't speak Latin anyway and then he had like a violent fit but um, the baptism was completed 
and a generous amount of baptismal water was used. And it seemed that by looking at the reactions that the Lutheran baptism had not been administered properly on the young Roland or that it had not taken effect on him. So after the baptism, the prayers of exorcism then continued and the usual spitting and, uh, you know, thrusting about and cursing and physical violence continued until half past 11. So Saturday, April the 2nd, Roland awakened at half past nine and he was not calm. He threw a pillow at the light, he broke the lampshade and the bulb, Um, he broke the basin in his room and uh, that was the morning when Roland was supposed to receive his first Holy Communion. So, mm-hmm. yeah, poor, poor little Roland. Father Bishop and O'Flatherter, O'Flaherty, yeah, surnames, man, surnames, were called in to assist Father Bowden in the preparation for the Roland's Holy Communion. And it was evident that it was going to be a struggle. (laughs) Yay, fun times, right? So, they said they had no difficulty going through the conditional confession. Perhaps it indicated that the baptism of the previous night was taking effect. And then when um, Father Bowden began the prayers of the Holy Communion, Roland threw a fit. He kept his eyes shut, shut and his mouth closed. And he was... What? But he was not hard to walk at this time. Okay, so he was quite submissive. So Roland rallied for brief moments. Whenever Father Bowden brought the Eucharistic particle near Roland. Guys, I'm not Catholic. I don't know what they're talking about. Yeah, no idea. And then um, Roland went into a spell. And on five different occasions, the particle was placed in Roland's mouth and he would spit it out onto the corporal or purification Um, and they held it in front of his mouth for caution oh my goodness Roland just like swallow it man get it out of your system they they used the ritualem romanum the official exorcism exorcism book for the Roman Catholic Church, but after nearly two hours of vain attempts, Father O'Flattery suggested that they pray with the Rosary in honor of Our Lady Fatima. Don't know. 
um, especially since this was the first Sunday of the month and the fathers had completed the prayer with the rosary and they then attempted another whole like innate um, they attempted another holy communion but this time Roland was able to swallow the what is it called again the particle I think it's a piece of bread anyway or like the wine or I don't know this time was he was able to swallow and this made his he made his first holy communion under extraordinary opposition so Roland finished dressing himself and prepared to leave his house father Bowden asked father O'Flattery to drive the car while he himself Roland's father and Roland sat in the back seat and it was about quarter to 12 in the morning only a few minutes after the car was in motion Roland jumped off the seat and grabbed father O'Flattery and had to be pulled off him with force and Roland was not normal the entire time on the road for more than a few minutes at a time. So at home Roland was okay long enough to eat a fairly good sized breakfast and then the rest of the day he had only brief moments of consciousness. <sighs> so the sacraments had stirred up Satan more than any other um, administration. So the family was very nervous um, due to the long day of fighting. So fathers Bowder and Bishop of Flattery and Michael arrived at Roland's house at 20 to 8 where the spells still continued and the he was not responding to Precipio before 22.9. So during one of his short spells um, of less than a minute occurred between um, 20 to 8 and quarter past 11. And during this period, Roland ate a dish of ice cream. Okay, I, I feel like I'm sometimes in that type of spell. I mean, like, I would just eat um, a dish of ice cream as well. So, at quarter past 11, Roland ran downstairs and he sat on the arm of a parlor chair. He was becoming very nervous. And he could start scarcely stay in one room. So Father Bowden feared Roland would become violent downstairs. So he asked Roland to come up back to the bedroom. So Roland trotted up the stairs in a boyish fashion, turned into his bedroom and ran straight to the reliquary sorry, of the Holy Cross. So Father Flattery caught his hand in time but Roland was reaching um, for the open ritual and he tore four pages out of the exorcism formula which he grabbed with the speed
speed of lightning. <sighs> so then there was a spell where Father Bowden commanded Roland to respond in Latin to the Precipio. And my goodness, I cannot, I cannot say all of those words in Latin. So the only response the responses were a petition of the Latin words followed by a remark. Um, or like saying no or by laughing or ridicule. So by fifth, like quarter past 12, the spells continued and the same type of responses occurred after Precipio. And there was um, mockery of Latin questions and the letters go were imprinted in red uh, as they were on the first night of the exorcism at the command Dicas Mihi Tiem. Three parallel scratches appeared on, on um, Roland's thigh. At Huram, an X was branded. And um, I think three S's, no, X's, something. Three somethings were branded on different parts of Roland's body. So by quarter past one, Roland was so nervous that he begged to get out of his bed and sit on a chair. His hands were trembling. He was in a nervous frenzy. He begged his father to take him back to Washington on Sunday. Um, and he could not stand it any longer. He feared he was going crazy. But by 22, 2 in the morning, he finally fell into a natural sleep. Oh, goodness, guys. So, Sunday, the 3rd of April, at 7 o'clock, Roland threw a pillow against the ceiling light, but then he fell back asleep. There was another short seizure at half past eight, but then Roland fell back asleep until half past twelve, uh, half past eleven. Sorry. Um, then he ate breakfast. Around noon, Roland walked downstairs, but went into a spell or went into multiple spells several times, but there was nothing serious until four o'clock in the afternoon and um, a Roland played a ball game with his father and two uncles and a cousin and at one point he tried to throw the ball at his father but then he began to stagger like a drunk man his father rushed to his assistance and then the ball like Roland began to run in a straight line across the lawn of two of his neighbors and he was running with his eyes shut and with an incredible speed like at high speed at full speed so three of the men were able to close in on him and carry him home so in the kitchen Roland lifted the kitchen table which was very heavy with one of his legs okay okay so Roland was able to eat a very little supper and that seemed abnormal so 
um, uh, during one of the occasions at the table, he wrapped his, I would want to say his hand around the leg of the table and he pulled it away by the, like with a strong force. I don't know what happened. And then fathers bowed in front of room. Um, Bishop and O'Flattery arrived at their house at seven o'clock. And after a few minutes, Roland was in a spell where he grabbed his aunt and he tore her dress as if like no he he was oh he was busy but like the men intercepted him and um, came to her assistance and stopped him from tearing her dress off her body so Roland was carried upstairs fighting but he then came to shortly after he was thrown on the bed Ooh, so this was a passion sunday so the fathers thought that god would put an end to roland's suffering on this night so the exorcism was in full force but there was no response to Presidio. Um, but something new happened, a new feature happened that evening. Um, and it was that Roland was telling them a devilish prophecy about his little cousin. And he was shouting and singing in, in rhythm and Roland repeated over and over for about 10 minutes, you will die tonight, you will die tonight. And um, they tried to keep him quiet by putting a pillow to his face. Do they know that's how you can kill someone? Like, do you know you can suffocate someone by putting a pillow against his face? Like, did this boy make it to the age of 16? So from 9.30 or half past 9 to 12, there was no disturbance except for snoring and restless sleep. And then the fathers were able to go home at or depart at midnight. But then at half past 12, the trouble began again. So much so that they bind the arms of Erland with tape and they put gloves on his hands. And then he was complaining about pain due to the adhesive tape and the gloves were making his hands hot. But when they removed the tape and the gloves, Roland went into his violent state again. So at only half past three, he became quiet. Goodness. So arrangements were made on Monday the 4th of April that the family would go back to Washington DC by train and they would take the train at half past nine. So uh, Roland's father had lost too much time from his work and it was beginning to be a strain for the family in St. Louis. So fathers Bowden and Van Roo were to accompany his parents and Roland on the trip. And the whole time it was difficult to get Roland to wake up from his sleep. They dashed cold water in his face. 
and that helped enough that he could be dressed and then he was taken to the station by his father, mother, uncle and a friend of the family and they had no difficulty boarding the train and Roland was walking and talking normally so that was what happened goodness but this is Monday the 4th of April right yeah so continue Monday 4th of April they had no trouble on the train the whole day and they had one short spell of violence that happened in the afternoon or late in the evening and then Roland went to sleep at half half past 11 so Wednesday April 1st Roland was awakened um, in like they were still on the train and they had no issues again um, but he was awakened and then he was taken to his house or like his home in Maryland without any issues so during the course of the morning father Bowden met father Hughes the assistant pastor um, at the St. James Church um, but they met at Mount Rainier I don't know and found that he had made arrangements with the counselor um, of the Archdiocese of Washington that Father Bowden would have full permission to continue with the exorcism oh yay um, so Neither the pastor nor the assistant at St. James, in whose parish Roland lives, was able to assume the full responsibility of the case because of a lack of room for the boy. It was thought advisable by all concerned that Roland should not be kept at home. Fathers Bowden and Hughes tried several hospitals in Washington, but because of the nature of the case, no one was willing to accept the burden. Goodness gracious. Um, Wednesday, April 6th, Fathers Bowden and Hughes drove to Baltimore to inquire about a room at an institute. So the Daughters of Charity, I don't know, they were willing to take um, Roland, but the doctors objected since the case was not psychiatric. And furthermore, the hospital was dependent upon the state of Maryland for aid. Oh, goodness. So, they it they could not help them. So, they were disappointment with disappointment in Washington and Baltimore. Father Bowden then called his devoted friend, um, Election Brothers in St. Louis. He called long distance and they assured him there's a place for Roland. Oh, goodness. So, Roland was normal the entire day. He was exercising a bit in the afternoon. And then he had a very short spell, which lasted only a couple of seconds. And um, they think it might have been a nightmare. So, Thursday, April 7th, at Roland's house. Roland had a normal day. He 
worked in the afternoon um, sounds like in the garden like did some um, housework but then he had a spell in the evening which lasted for about five hours from quarter past nine until quarter past two oh, so Roland was awake during the exorcism of Principio and at least two oh no wait at least 20 brands appeared on Roland's body and um, many of the brands occurred when they said the name Jesus or recited the Hail Mary so the first mark was clearly a number four and some of the other marks might have been the number four so there, the mother saw a single stroke a double stroke something that seemed like a pitchfork several times there were four strokes or claw marks of various lengths on his belly or legs and one set of claw marks from his thigh to his ankle tearing off a scab near the ankle so this all occurred while he like his hands were restrained so one branding occurred on his leg just as he started to lie down and it proceeded Yeah, no, wait, and after the preceding mark had been observed. Okay, so. And then most of the branding occurred under his clothing, or at least under the sheet covering him. And spitting and violence, singing and humming the Ave Maria. Oh my goodness, that's impressive. Um, dirty talk. Writing on his own body with fingernails the word hell and Christ and he said he would keep the priests until six o'clock in the morning oh goodness so friday april 8th roland had a normal day and then he had a five hour session um at night from quarter past eight until quarter past just five plus eight mm, 13 so quarter past one in the morning um yeah roland was a it began while roland was alone in the bathroom and then um then two of the priests arrived and two and one quarter hour later and there was um a lot of physical violence he was crying for half an hour he had short spells at 20 past one he was violent he was spitting he was there was a lot of mumbo jumbling like he was just speaking nonsense and latin questions singing blue danaby ave maria and so forth and he was talking dirty and um had made dirty movements or filthy movements and filthy attacks on those next to his bedside 
Yeah, he was talking about masturbation and contraceptive sexual relations of the priests and nuns, etc. So just to give you an idea. So he was irritated and impatient. <sighs> and um, Father Hughes and Canning then arrived with the blessed sacrament, sacrament sorry, around 11 o'clock at night. And the house was blessed by Father Hughes. And Roland threw his pillow twice in the direction of the blessed sacrament. So he took one sedative and um, spat it out, but then finally swallowed it. Saturday, April 9th, um, on the return trip to St. Louis, Roland had a normal day and he had a short spell upon retiring in the evening. April 10th, Sunday, when Roland returned to St. Louis, he was sent to the Election Brothers immediately. And they took him to one of the private living rooms for the day. Private Father Bowden, O'Flattery Van Rue and Bishop arrived at the hospital shortly afterwards, around 7 o'clock. And the fifth floor was where he was occupied was something visit same room which was something visit i don't know the exorcist exorcism was completed and several rosaries um like so rosary prayers but no disturbances occurred roland went into a good sleep around 11 o'clock and the fathers decided to awaken him after midnight in order to give him the holy communion so Roland was so fatigued that he seemed almost helpless and hopeless and um, they struggled to keep him awake for more than a couple of seconds. Ooh, so the fathers were planning to abandon the experiment but Roland became quite normal and was able to receive communion without any effort and the blessed sac sacrament brought like a peaceful aura or like feeling to Roland. He settled back on his pillow with a smile and soon he fell into a deep sleep and there were no instances throughout the night. And Monday, April 11th, um, Washington Post wrote an article. Um... <sighs> And it seems to be about Roland. So I don't know. I'm not going to read it. I'm sorry. So Fathers Bowden, Van Roo, Bishop and Mr. Halloran arrived at the hospital at 8 p.m. Father Bishop brought some Catholic readers and stories for Roland so that he could have um, some of his study and reading materials. So Roland went to bed at 9 p.m. and the exorcism was then completed. And then they expected it to be quiet. So while the fathers were reciting the rosary, Roland felt a stinging sensation on his chest. 
but they examined and only found a blotch of red which they could see and they observed and then they continued with the prayers and um, Roland was struck more sharply by a branding on his chest and then in caps there were letters that appeared um, in the direction of Roland's uh, reproductive organs or like area and it said exit and um, another branding a large arrow followed up the word exit and pointed to Roland's actual reproductive organ and then the word exit appeared at three different times um, in different parts of Roland's body Roland felt terrible pains in his kidneys and his reproductive organ. He cried from burning sensations. Um, he, when he urinated, he complained of worse pain, like even more pain, severe pain. And at midnight, the fathers planned to give him Holy Communion, but Satan would have no part of it. So while the institution of the blessed sacrament was explained to Roland his body was badly scratched and branded the word hell was then printed on his chest and thigh and upon the explanation of the apostles becoming priests and receiving the Lord's last supper scratches appeared from Roland's hips to his ankles with heavy lines seemingly as a protest to the Holy Communion. And when Father Bowden attempted to give Roland a small particle of the sacred host, the boy was taken off by a quick seizure and the devil said that he would not allow Roland to receive it. So after four or five attempts, it was though thought that a spiritual communion would have to suffice um, but even the expression of the words I want to receive you in holy communion was cut off by seizure at the word communion um, and then all further indications during the evening it seemed that um, their attempts roused the devil more than ordinarily so they went through the usual routine of fighting barking cursing swearing spitting and i don't know but it was for longer than usual and he had no quiet sleep so they had to constantly pray um april 12th so the actions began with the exorcism prayer and then during the general recitation of the rosary by the brothers the performances began um, but with the omission of writing on Roland's body so the noise and the stinging were disturbing to everyone Roland gave no responses to the Precipio um, but he then laughed and said stick it up your ass so new phrases were just 
were displayed by the devil's power over the senses and external personality of Roland. In one instance, the devil said he would have Roland awaken and the boy would be pleasant and attractive. The devil's promise was true. A few months later, the devil said he would have Roland awaken, but this time he would be offensive. True to the promise, Roland came out of a spell very irritable and he complained quite bitterly to those who held him. Several attempts then were made to give Roland communion after midnight, but each trial was uh, unsuccessful. So the devil showed... Um, showed them that he was not that it was him and not Roland speaking for he said I will not let Roland receive Holy Communion so it was around 1.30 when Roland finally fell into a slumber so Wednesday April 13th Roland received a Holy Communion when working like when he woke up in the morning without any difficulty during the afternoon Roland was taken out the White House a retreat house and shown the chapel there and, um, and I mean something with a cross at um, at the 14th station I don't know what that is Roland um, went into a spell and he had to be carried back to the car. The seizure lasted 20 minutes. In the evening, Roland was ready for bed at quarter to nine. Um, he was bright and cheerful. Um, he sat on the bed and before any prayers begun, Roland went off into a quick violent seizure and he seemed Oh, it seemed to the exorcist that this would be an important evening. So Roland spoke almost immediately and said that God had to command him to leave at 11 o'clock tonight. But that he would not leave without a struggle. He proved the latter part, as he promised, by showing relatively more physical power than any other previous time. So he stayed in this spell for about 20 minutes while Father Bowden worked on the exorcism and the brothers prayed with the rosary in, the, in honor of Our Lady Fatima. I've got no idea who this Lady Fatima is, but anyway. Uh, so, how long has this been? Yeah, no, it's another hour. Gosh, this thing never ends. So he began um they get began with the precipio and the devil ignored the command and he would just say like stick it up your ass and um the dirty talk and i yeah he he would imitate the sound of a large church bell at at around 11 o'clock so after midnight unsuccessful attempts were made to give Roland Holy Communion and Satan then said again and again that he would not permit Holy Communion. He laughed at each attempt and Roland could not repeat the word Communion before he went into a spell. Shoo-wee! Shoo! Okay, so 
Um, Holy Thursday, Good Friday, and Holy Saturday. 14th, 15th, and 16th of April. Roland received Holy Communion. Um, on Thursday morning, the fathers arrived for prayers of exorcism in the evening. Um, they continued with the rosary. Um, and then they had no reactions before or after midnight on Thursday. So they informed that this is the night. I don't know. Or the fathers were informed this night that brother... Oh, the fathers were informed that this night brother Rector purchased a new statue of Lady Fatima and had it placed in the conspicuous spot on the first floor of the um, hospital. So, um, yeah, I don't know. The brothers promised the community devotion to the Lady Fatima. Should... Oh, okay. So, should Roland be spared from further affliction? Yeah, so no disturbances of any sort occurred on Holy Thursday, Good Friday or Holy Saturday. Roland listened attentively. Yeah, so on Holy Saturday, um, they brought a small colourful statue of St. Michael the Archangel. And um, yeah, so... I'm just like powering through this thing now because I know I'm almost finished. So the statue was placed in Roland's room and uh, I mean after midnight of Saturday they made arrangement that Roland arrangements that Roland should be awakened at half past six for communion and that he should also attend the second mass in the Brothers Chapel, Easter morning. So Easter Sunday, um, then they made three unsuccessful attempts to give Roland Holy Communion in his room. And then after some waiting and slapping, um, the, they succeeded with the fourth attempt. So um, Brother Theopane, who was on nurse duty in Roland's room, was reading the office of the blessed Vir- blessed virgin and he uh, around quarter to seven when he came to regina Cicieli, roland jumped out of bed and then he grabbed the office book from the brother and reached for the uh scapular which he placed on a nearby chair and Roland fought and spat at the brother and trampled the scapula underfoot underfoot in an Indian war dance? I don't know. And then the devil said, I will not let him go to mass. So, yeah, he was still fighting. Um, in the evening, Roland spent a little time with the brothers outside of the hospital and Roland went back to the basement floor of the hospital and Roland went into a fighting spell. So the brother was alone and shouted for help, but it was sometime before the other brothers heard. So he was quite exhausted from the struggle with Roland. 
Roland was carried to the elevator and placed on in his fifth floor room. So the fathers immediately began the prayer of exorcism, exorcism and um, the usual indications of violence continued. Yeah, so um, in the they, the devil said he would show his power again and that he would have Roland wake up with an oh, like wake up and ask for a knife. And um, it, Roland had threatened to kill those who molested him while in his seizure. Seizure, sorry. And when Roland came to, he asked for a knife so that he may cut an Easter egg. Okay. So a little later, the devil said that they would have Roland awaken and ask for a drink of water. And then Roland did. So there was no response to Precipio, um, and they had taunting remarks to the exorcists. And Roland was becoming wary of the long performance. Roland did not, well, everyone and, and Roland became wary of the long performance. And Roland did not fall asleep until midnight. And the fathers finally left the hospital at quarter to one. So Monday the 18th. At eight o'clock, Roland awakened in a spell, kicking the brothers at his bedside. He jumped out of bed, seized the holy water bottle and threatened to throw it at the brothers. Then he sprinkled water towards them and he finally threw the bottle over their head, smashing it against the ceiling. Quarter past eight, Father Whitman attempted to give Roland communion and it was impossible. He was spitting and making it... Um, unable to make a spiritual communion so they tried right spitting unable to make a spiritual communion okay but then the, it seems like they did make a spiritual communion and the devil then seized them and um said that one devil was out what oh okay so they by making one spiritual communion they said like one of the devils were out and they had to make nine nine communions and then he would leave his body. So Roland continued for an hour, unable to make a spiritual communion to, or receive the sacrament. So 10 o'clock. They had more spells and um, they were still attempting or like attempting more spiritual communions. Roland was able to say, I wish to receive you. And... Um, <sighs> the devil laughed and said that isn't enough he has to say one more word one little word i mean one big word he'll never say it he has to make nine communions he'll never say that word i am in him i may not have such power always but i am in him i will never say that word yeah so he had several spells violence singing urination you name it he got it so half past 11 Roland said he was very hungry and that he wanted to bath and eat so um, they put him on hold like they gave him a break until noon so they gave him a tray with cake ice cream and milk he threw the glass against the wall and shattered it where broken glass was all over the floor um, 
and the violence finally took a break at around half past one and Roland was very discouraged and disgusted and mean. In the afternoon the brothers brought Roland a serving of chipped beef and arranged Roland's tray on a table next like a table in his room. Roland picked up the plate, ran over to the window, held the plate in an almost perpendicular manner and he dared the brothers to step closer and one of the brothers crawled under the bed to catch Roland at his feet and the other circled the bed to restrain Roland's arms but the plate was fired mightily against the opposite wall but no one was hurt goodness gracious guys <laughs> ah. okay so they tried Precipio again and he would ask for responses in English and Ronan's hand oh something okay so like in spite of Ronan's protests um something was placed in Roland's hand when he was under his spells so I don't know if it was one of the statues or something um, and then Father of Flattery and Bishop arrived at the hospital at 7 o'clock Father Van Roo had been with R Roland during the greater part of the day but he was relieved by the brother shortly before the evening meal so Roland asked to phone his mother, but on his way to the telephone, he had a spell and he had to be carried back to his room. Um, Father Bowden read the rite of exorcism quietly. And when he came to the words of like, tu fiskera regas, um, he blessed Roland with signs of the cross and he repeated the expressions perfectly. I think Roland was able to repeat the expressions perfectly and asked their meaning and several times later he repeated the Latin. Um, Roland fought hard when the crucifix was forced into his hand and in one instance Roland threw the crucifix out of, out of his hand. Yours. So he was fighting it. Um... Yeah, so Roland went into a spell while he held a book on his knees and from 9.30 to 10 o'clock Roland was in and out of seizures. So, I mean, I hope they figured it out. But Roland seemed more cooperative this night than he has ever been before. So they had to pray whenever he was out of a seizure. He asked whether he could make a spiritual communion on his own and he wondered whether through his prayers he himself could bring on spells at different times. So whenever he became normal he reverted to prayer. He stated several times that he saw more light each time he went into a spell. The light seemed to be at the end of a dark tunnel. So Roland also complained several times that he had medals on his neck. Oh, that the medals on his neck were hot and he asked that they be removed. Um, but they, the medal 
the wall were the was not taken off. The medals were not taken off. Father Bowden forced the small reliquary crucifix into Roland's hand when he was in a spell, and the reaction to the medals and the cross was exceptional. Um, and when Father Bowden blessed Roland with his ordination crucifixion and asked Roland to kiss the image, Roland went into a spell. Okay, so during the above seizures, Father Bowden continued the Precipio and asked them to response. Um, that the response should be given in English. And yeah, the devil is one in. I don't know. Sorry, my computer is on charge because I have to record this thing. Um, Yeah, I've got no idea. Something about the language of possessed. There's a lot of words blanked out. Uh, so at 10.45 p.m. the most striking event of the evening occurred. Roland was in a seizure, but he was lying down calmly. In clear commanding tones with the dignity and a voice broke into the prayers. The following is the accurate quotation. Satan, Satan, I am Saint Michael and I command you, Satan and the other evil spirits to leave the body of the name of Dominus immediately. Now, now, now. And then they had more violent contortions. Um, mm -hmm, yeah. So after seven or eight minutes of violence, Roland, in a tone of complete relief, said he's gone. And Roland came back to his normal self and said he feel, felt fine. So Roland then explained what he saw. And he said he saw a brilliant white light. And the light stood in, a, oh, in the light stood a beautiful man with flowing wavy hair that blew in the breeze. He wore a white robe that fitted close to his body. Okay. Seeing things now. Yeah, so um, he said that as the devils disappeared, he felt a snapping and then felt relaxed completely. He said that this was the most relaxed he felt since the whole experience started in January. So Roland relate his visual experience from 11 o'clock and this time was approximately the time that the manifestations of the day de the devil began in cottage city maryland so after 12 o'clock roland um used another rosary and the fathers and brothers responded he was composed and peaceful okay so tuesday April 19th, Roland was awakened from a heavy sleep and taken to the chapel where he attended his first Holy Mass since he became a Catholic. And he received Holy Communion at the altar with no difficulty. Roland promised to say 10 rosaries in Thanksgiving. And during the course of the day, um, oh, like in Thanksgiving, during the course of the day. And um, since Monday at 11, there have been no 
or 11 o'clock at night there have been no indications of the presence of the devil so finally here we go follow up august 19th 1951 roland and his father and mother visited the brothers roland now 16 is a fine young man his father and mother also became catholic having received their first their first holy communion on christmas day 1950. oh my goodness guys so good news he is he was okay so this started <laughs> And this started when January 15th 1949 and it officially ended like Monday April 18th 1949 that is too long that is that is way too long a couple of months like a, f a couple of months wait january february march april it's like three months of hell and then a year two years later they met up wait no two years yeah two years later they met up and he was 16 years old my goodness gracious yes so Finally, an hour and 17 minutes and four episodes of demonic possessions. We came to the end that, I mean, maybe, maybe you believe in demons. Maybe you don't. Maybe you know someone who has been possessed. Maybe you've never seen a possession. Maybe you've never seen a demon. Maybe you have. I don't know. I don't know how to feel. I just know there are lots of unexplained things and even reading this there was unexplained like things that I couldn't explain why the bed was shaking why the like why did those specific things happen and trust me I watch a lot of paranormal videos and there are just some things that I honestly do not understand. I don't understand why those things are happening. So I do think there are those things out there. Do I want to see them? No, I've been there. I've done that. I don't want to. Or well, maybe I do, but maybe I don't. I want to control when I can see them, okay? I want full control. So this is the end of the paranormal, no, not the paranormal, <laughs> the demonic possessions part four, the demonic possessions series. I hope you enjoyed the series. I hope you learned something and be safe out there. Thank you so much for listening to my channel. And if you have not, please subscribe. Goodbye.